and welcome to day 71 of lockdown in Spain. I'm Chris Carl and this is the Lockdown Diaries. I haven't been around for a while and things have changed a little bit regarding lockdown here in Spain. Bars and restaurants are open, uh, some of them at least, as long as they have 50% capacity, which means very spartan terraces. You can only sit outside. You are allowed to exercise, go outside and get exercise before 10 o'clock or after 8 o'clock in the evening, but you can go to a bar anytime, which is a bit strange, a bit confusing, because the only exercise I ever get is actually walking to a bar. Never mind. It is a bit confusing, but we are doing our best. We're all wearing face masks. It is now obligatory on the streets to wear a face mask. And in the UK, of course, lots of comings and goings. Lots of strange things happening there. Uh, But mostly people are trying to abide by the lockdown regulations, and we are getting, it seems, at least towards an end of it, and to what they are calling a new normal. It's very, very hot here in Spain. So we are going to get some very, very strange tan lines after all this face mask wearing. We're going to look a little bit like Homer Simpson. However, you do what you got to do. So this episode, just a quick catch up with you all and to say well done to everybody for doing their best. It is absolutely fantastic what people are doing. Lots of great community spirit here where I live uh, in a place called Calahonda near Marbella on the Costa del Sol in Spain. Beautiful Spain. Now talking of people pulling together and doing their bit and helping each other, of course, a lot of businesses have suffered. However, a very enterprising friend of mine, beautiful fella called Jacob, has started a new business and it has that Marbella feel to it. It's called Beachy Feet. Beachy Feet is a new Marbella-based flip-flop, yes, flip-flop and cosmetic startup uh, inspired by the beach and fashion culture of the Costa del Sol. Blinged up flip-flops and designer flip-flops for men and women and children as well and a cosmetic brand called Beachy XO, uh, which is a beautiful range of glitter-based nail polishes. Now, why am I doing this? Uh, It's not advertising. I'm not uh, charging for any advertising. I'm doing this because Jacob is a great guy and he's come up with a brilliant idea and I think we need to support local businesses and each other during these difficult times. Wonderful and original beachwear for Marbella and the Costa del Sol and worldwide, of course. That's launching in August uh, here and elsewhere. You can find more about the wonderful Beachy Feet range uh, at all the W's dot Beachy Feet dot E-S E-E-T beachyfeet.es have a look at their website check them out they've got some great flip-flops for men women and children and a wonderful cosmetics range as well all inspired by beach living and the costa del sol mediterranean lifestyle well done Jacob. good luck with that that's a brilliant idea and i wish you all the best all right time to move on in local news malaga police have arrested the world tongue twister champion and is expected to get a tough sentence <laughs> better move on now uh, in previous episodes we've had a look at the english language and I thought, why not continue? During this episode, there will be less and less episodes, of course, as we get nearer to the end of lockdown. People are going out more. But nevertheless, I thought we'd have a look at some strange expressions and idioms what are in the English language. Now, where did mad as a hatter come from? Mad as a hatter means totally crazy. Now, it originates, of course, you've heard it from uh, Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland, the mad hatter, but that comes from the 17th and 18th centuries, well before that book was published. In 17th century France, a lot of poisoning occurred among hat makers, people what made hats uh, because there was mercury in the felt used for hat and the Mad Hatter's disease uh, was marked by, would you believe, shyness, irritability and tremors that would make the person appear to be mad so they were poisoned by their own material what they made to make hats. The cat's got your tongue, meaning of course when a person is at a loss for words, not something that happens to me very often. Whoa, has the cat got your tongue? Well it comes from the English Navy uh, or British Navy I suppose. They used to use a whip called a cat and 
nine tails, of course, for flogging people what were disobedient. And the pain was so severe that it caused, uh, allegedly, apparently, the victim to stay very quiet for a long time. Uh, another possible source could be from ancient Egypt, where liars and blasphemers' tongues were cut out and fed to the cats. Now, cats, of course, were very, very worshipped and revered in Egypt, and so they should be. Uh, so the cats got the tongue, <laughs> basically. I think that is the best explanation. Uh, what about barking up the wrong tree? Uh, you know, to have the wrong thoughts or misguided thoughts about a situation or to follow a false lead. Uh, this refers to hunting dogs that may have chased their prey up a tree and the dogs would bark, assuming that said prey was still in the tree when, of course, it had long gone. Barking up the wrong tree. Now, the last one, I rather like this one. If you give someone the cold shoulder, uh, pretty much throwing shade, I suppose, uh, it means being unwelcoming or antisocial towards someone. I'm giving her the cold shoulder. In medieval England, it was actually the custom to give a guest, if you had people around your, around your house, uh, you would give them a cold piece of meat from the shoulder of mutton or pork or beef uh, when the host felt it was time for the guest to leave. So if you're sat there having a drink with your mates and he goes, here, have a, have a piece of cold mutton. You realised it was time to leave. Brilliant. Very polite. So those are some idioms and expressions from the English language. Uh, and where do they come from and what do they mean? Possibly we'll have more of them on the next show. Who knows? Another popular feature, apart from idioms, uh, on this show, The Lockdown Diaries with me, Chris Carl, uh, has been phobias, strange and weird phobias, and none more strange than this one. Plutophobia. Plutophobia is, would you believe, the fear of money. Uh, many people wish they'd got a lot more money. I certainly do. Most people do, of course. Uh, but Plutophobia is the fear of money and wealth. And people with this phobia uh, are actually afraid of becoming wealthy or have a fear of wealthy people. Uh, they generally dread money itself and they don't like having to deal with money. People with this fear generally tend to sabotage their own careers. Aha! Maybe that's what I've got. <laughs> but apparently, yes, they try to sabotage their own careers to make sure that they don't earn too much money because they're frightened of it. What a very strange phobia that is. Plutophobia, the fear of money. Ethebipphobia is the fear of adolescence or young people. People who have this generally perceive teenagers as out of control and dangerous. They believe that they're rude and you know what older people say, oh, the youth for today, all that rubbish. Ethebiphobia is the fear of adolescence, being afraid of teenagers. That would make it very, very difficult if you're a parent and your child is 12 and you think, uh-oh, ethebiphobia is going to kick in anytime soon. <laughs> and finally, omphalophobia. Omphalophobia is the fear, very serious one this, of belly buttons. Uh, they will avoid seeing or touching belly buttons, uh, even their very own. Uh, some people who suffer from this uh, severely actually put a bandage over their own belly button and will even avoid places where belly buttons may be exposed, like on the beach. Uh, so that is uh, strange phobias for today. Alrighty then, it is time for my binge-watching recommendation for today. Over the last, what is it, nearly two, three, what is it, three months, I suppose, of the lockdown, I've been rec I've been recommending stuff that I've watched uh, and passing on the recommendations to you. And today's recommendation is a TV series called Better Things. Better Things, uh, it's an American comedy drama created by Pamela Adlon. Pamela Adlon and Louis C.K. Now, Louis C.K., following all the stuff about him, is no longer involved in the series. It stars Adlon as a divorced actor who raises her three children on her own. It's kind of loosely based on her own life. Pamela Adlon is an outstanding actor and improviser, and the show is also written by her. Uh, she's been praised highly and nominated for a Primetime Emmy Award uh, and all sorts of a Peabody Award and all sorts of other awards. Uh, she is absolutely brilliant in Better Things. It's a black comedy, comedy drama kind of thing. It stars Pamela Adlon. Her children, the, the actors who play her children, are outstanding, especially Hannah Alligood, who is absolutely sensational young actor. You've got to check out Better Things, all about an actor living in Los Angeles 
Angeles and trying to raise three very different and difficult daughters. Uh, there are some brilliant performances by the supporting cast as well. And some guest appearances. Uh, for example, Julie Bowen. Uh, Julie Bowen, of course, is uh, one of the stars of Modern Family. Uh, David Duchovny, of course, is in there as well. Lots of guest stars. It's a superb, superb piece of television. Do check out Better Things. Four series so far and still going. Now, normally at this point, I recommend a drama game for you to keep yourself and your lockdown crew happy and entertained. Of course, well, restrictions are being loosened uh, across the world for lockdown. So this week, all I'm going to say to you is get the kids, get the family, get your lockdown crew, whoever it is, to pick a moment in history. Could be anything you like. Could be the Battle of 1066, the Battle of Hastings. Could be a moment from a film, a TV series you've watched. Whatever it is, something that happened during the lockdown, a historical moment, doesn't matter what it is, pick something between you and reenact it. That's all I'm going to offer for today because I'm sure a lot of you are desperate to get out and about now that in some places you can. All right, we've reached that moment. Time for Carlos White's pun of the day. Carlos White, of course, is a very, very good friend of mine here on the Costa del Sol who calls himself the Punisher. Punisher, you see, very clever. But I have pointed out before that if you give yourself the nickname, it doesn't count. However, Carlos does call himself the Punisher and he is an aficionado and lover of puns. And Carlos says he's been revisiting his love for music and learning an instrument and singing along with his family. And he says that today, this morning, he wrote a song about tortillas. Actually, it's more of a rap. All right, I think we'll move on. Thank you, Carlos. Just a quick shout out and thank you to all the different Facebook pages who share this podcast. I much appreciate it. There are thousands, literally thousands of people listening to each episode of this around the world. I'm very humbled and very grateful to you all. It gives me a great excuse to talk to myself. And also, I'd like to thank 93.6 Global Radio, a radio station here on the Costa del Sol. You can find them locally at 93.6 FM and worldwide on all the w's.global.fm. I do a few shows for them on a Saturday afternoon and Sunday morning. Uh, and so you can get lots of great music, uh, information, local and international news, information about the uh, coronavirus and all that and all the lockdown regulations locally and internationally. So a big thank you to Global Radio, a big thank you to all the people who listened, a big thank you to all the Facebook pages and all my friends and all the people around the world leaving your beautiful comments. Thank you so much and well done everybody for all these months of staying in lockdown and doing the right thing and now wearing masks on the street. Walking into a bank or a supermarket now with a mask on kind of has a nostalgic feel for me to a previous career but never mind we'll move on. You can find this podcast The Lockdown Diaries with me Chris Carl by going to my Facebook pages Chris Carl K-A-R-L-E or to The Lockdown Diaries. Lockdown is all one word. There's a YouTube channel as well. You can find this podcast on all sorts of different platforms as well. Anchor FM being one of them. Spotify in particular also has a Lockdown Diaries page. You can listen to previous episodes on there. All you got to do if you want to find me is search for Chris Carl, K-A-R-L-E, or The Lockdown Diaries. Thank you so much for listening, and goodbye now.